a tribute to the greatest show in the world this is actually it and you heroes get to hang out with me tonight and watch it god damn it i'm so jealous of you i only wish i could sit in the audience and watch this but i guess technically i have the best seat in the house so i'm good gonna be an excellent program for you guys tonight just wait till you see what i found for you my pretties hell yeah and uh let's go ahead and close some of this down how's everybody doing tonight my super Patreon heroes out there. I was named after a country song, unfortunately. A Wailing Jennings one. What is your name? I was named after the bass player in ZZ Top. Dusty Hill, who I think died, maybe? Uh, hell yeah! Hey, Floyd, I like 80s country. There's a tear in my beer, and I'm crying for you, dear. If that ain't country, it'll hairly at the Pope. I listened to that the other day on, uh... Spotify and he redid it and removed the n-word from the song so uh they're taking everything look what they took from you David Allen Cope anyway let's go ahead and kick the show off folks gotta get it started so we can get it finished let's kill that and as always oh we, we already did religious bullshit don't scratch my chair cat that is not a scratching post Miss CC and Heat Miss Cece and Super Heat, come here, let me show everybody, let me show everybody how out of your brain with hormones you are. Look at you, little horny goat. She's actually behaving pretty well, but normally she's rolling around everything because she's uh, in heat. Now, there she goes. She's in heat and out of her goddamn mind on the heat. What's, what's the matter with you? Anyway, ew, I know, gross. That's what I was saying about the whole thing the whole time. That was really my point. Uh, so kicking the show off tonight, let's do some. He shall be Elon. No longer the richest man in the world, but uh, the second richest man in the world, Elon Musk. And uh, I'm convinced that Elon Musk is an alcoholic. First off this week, free speech absolutist Elon Musk banning people for drawing pictures of him that are not flattering. Uh, yeah, get rid of the view count feature, Elon Musk, or I will pick up a pencil again. And it's not even that bad of a picture. It's pretty accurate, but banned. Violating our rules against hateful conduct. You may not promote violence. How in the world is this violence in any way? That's just silliness. You may not promote violence uh, against, threaten, or harass other people on the basis of race. Not on the basis of race. Ethnicity? Nope. Didn't do that either. National origin? Nope. Sexual orientation? Nope. Gender? Nope. Gender identity? Nope. Religious affiliation? Nope. Age? Nope. Disability? I mean, he might be slightly mentally disabled, I guess. Or serious disease? Nope. He dumb. Is that a serious disease? But anyway, thin skin Elon Musk. Just further proof that anybody that tells you he bought he, Twitter. To say free speech is full of shit. They don't even believe it, folks. 
And like I said, he seems to be having a meltdown this week. And as a former alcoholic, I'm not an alcoholic anymore because I don't even give a shit about alcohol. Uh, I don't even understand alcoholics who say, oh, every day, I wake up every day and think about drinking. I have to go to, like, meetings and talk about how horrible my life is. And I'm just, I don't mean to make fun. I mean, maybe a little bit. But I don't mean to make fun because you guys need that. But I'm like, okay, well, uh, I don't, I'm just not going to drink anymore. And then it's easy. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so, but I'm convinced he's wet-brained. He, uh, first off, posted the saddest tweet I've ever seen. 12 months ago, I was person of the year. He's obviously aware that it's all going horrible for him. It's all going to shit. He's lost uh, $200 billion this year alone. 75% of the value of Tesla. 5% total slide this week. So, uh. Sad, sad that he's recognizing how much he's fucked up his life. But yeah, I agree with Chris D. Jackson. 12 months ago, most people didn't know how unhinged you were. All you had to do was stay quiet, Elon, and people would have thought you were a genius. You know, when you're on The uh, Simpsons, and they're like, you're the smartest man in the world, and you're on like the Big Bang Theory, and you were making the circuit as the new it guru of our society, and then you bought... Twitter and couldn't keep your fucking mouth shut and we realize that you're just everybody's dipshit MAGA uncle you're not special you're not genius you're not brilliant you obviously were just lucky a few times and that's really all it takes in this bullshit capitalistic society we live in so uh, then the same guy who tweeted hey Twitter will regain the trust of the American public and the advertisers once we become incredibly politically neutral. Once they see how neutral we are, everybody will flood back to the, shy, the site. And now he's like, yeah, Kevin McCarthy should be speaker. Huh? Hmm. Not very neutral there, Elon Musk, in my opinion. And then he's acknowledging it. No more political comments uh, for me now that I've shot off both my feet, he said. Almost nine years ago. And yeah, some habits are hard to break, LOL. He's so laughing out loud. He's really doing that, folks. Maybe I should just get bulletproof shoes. Maybe you should just stop being a jackass. You know, maybe you should keep your fucking mouth shut. It is better to be thought of fool. Uh, it, is, it is better to remain silent and thought of fool than to speak up and remove all doubt. That used to be hanging over the toilet when I was a kid in my bathroom. I don't know why. My mama put that on the toilet. But every time I took a pee, I had to see this phrase. It said it was from Abraham Lincoln. I don't even know if that's part true. Uh, that part's true. But anyway, uh, I didn't remain silent at all, ever. I, I spoke up and removed all doubt that I was an idiot continuously. So, uh, did work, Mom! Better luck next time. And then, he's like, uh, if I dig my grave deep enough, maybe it comes out the other side of the earth. Yeah, maybe I'll be in China, where my cars aren't selling very well. So he knows, folks. He knows that he's fucking up, but he just keeps going, keeps digging the hole more and more because uh, he's a narcissist, and they can't stop themselves. They have no self-control whatsoever, and he's like, he uh, made a poll. Hey, should I shut the fuck up or not? Or should I keep making a fool of myself? People are like, keep making a fool of yourself, Elon. And uh, and he's like, ouch, my feet, because he's hilarious. Top-notch comedic genius Elon Musk. And then... He got all his dipshit, uh, shud buddies doing what they always do, claiming they're the victim of some kind of vast Twitter conspiracy where they've been shadow banned. Like, there might have been some shadow ban going on, but for the most part, it was just shit they were making up the whole time, and they're still making it up. Because even though their buddy Elon is running everything and 
basically has created a site that is nothing but a right-wing echo chamber that amplifies their voices. He signal boosts for them constantly, even though they have it made now. They've gained hundreds of thousands of subscribers because Elon keeps signal boosting for them. That's not even enough. They still have to complain and pretend like they're a shadow band. Jack Piece of Shit Big says, I've been getting a lot of people saying they can't see my tweets in the timeline. And of course, Elon is joining the spot. Looking into it. Looking into it, buddies. Imagine losing $200 million because you want to look cool for a Jack Piece of Shit Big and Cat Turd. Imagine. You don't have to imagine. It's happening right here before our eyes. And Cat Turd's like, has to be a rogue employee again because it's bad. Yeah, Elon. There's some rogue employee going behind your back, silencing all our voices. It can't be you. Obviously, you're a god man, a genius, a hero to us all, Elon. So it can't in any way be your fault, even though you have a, a stranglehold on the side and you're uh, ruling it with an iron fist. Still, somehow it's not your fault. It's got to be a rogue employee. And it's just so wild that the second richest man in the world is kowtowing. To the worst human piece of shit. These right-wing chuds. It's so depressing. And they're not the only one. Yeah, Cat Turd's like, I've never been throttled and hidden as much as I am right now on Twitter. He said uh, he got 464,000 views. Blink, 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 blink. Just so ridiculous. No matter how much attention they get, no matter how much money they make, they're still the victims. It started a few weeks ago, and it's getting worse. Thousands of conservative accounts have reached out to me. And said the same thing. What the fuck is going on, Elon Musk? Did I fart or something? I mean, you are a cat turd, so it would make sense. You have a lot of farts inside you. And then... Oh, yeah, I already said that one. So, yep! Basically, Elon doing tech support for the worst fascist right-wing shitheads on the planet. They're the ones that have his ear in this garbage factory we call Earth. And then... Lie! That's what they do, folks. Lie in order to play the victim. Here's a common right-wing narrative that's been going around. Joe Biden created an EV. That stands for Electronic Vehicle Summit and didn't invite Tesla. Joe Biden created an EV tax credit but didn't include Tesla. Only it's not true. Tesla is 100% included in the tax credit, but it doesn't matter, folks. Joe just lost my vote. Gotta keep them union people happy. Bonkers. Because reality doesn't matter for these people. You can even tell them that it's not true. And they're like, Psh, we don't care. We're just going to pretend like it's true and uh, respond in kind anyway. Because the truth doesn't matter to them. And they keep advertising this uh, vaporware uh, shitty ass ugly, ugly cyber truck, folks. And Elon knows it's ugly. He's starting to respond to all the comments about how ugly it is. And he's got a record that says he don't give a fuck about how the Cybertruck looks. Well, if that's the case, why did you make it look like that? You clearly gave a fuck about how it looks. You specifically designed it to look like this piece of shit on goddamn purpose. Otherwise, you would have made it look like uh, just a normal truck, right? Which would have been way better. Uh, then he says, I bought it because of its unmatched utility. This person, Tesla, uh, Tesla Economics. That doesn't even roll off the tongue very well. It's bulletproof. It's not. We saw him break the uh, windows with like a uh, ball bearing or something. 500 mile of range. 1400 PDs towing capacity. Don't believe any of that. It's all bullshit. But it's not comparing very well to what the, the traditional car manufacturers have put out. 
Dodge Ram just put out a teaser video for their new truck coming out, I guess, this year. And uh, it's amazing. Compared, like, first of all, compared to this, folks, look how ugly this is. It looks like uh, Laura Croft's boobs from 1980s Tomb Raider. It's just awful. And now here's the comparison to what a real innovative vehicle looks like from Dodge Ram. Self. Creating the Ram Revolution concept is really showing where we're headed. It should give people goosebumps. Introducing the next truck, every other truck will start chasing. My nipples are hard. The Ram Revolution. That looks awesome. A concept born from our obsession with creating a truck that's more productive, more intuitive, and more powerful than any truck we've ever built. It's how we've been thinking since 2009, pushing the boundaries and making the most powerful, most advanced trucks. So how the fuck is Eli going to compete with this? I just don't understand. The Tesla stock is still valued like as much as all the other car companies combined, something like that. And they just ha he makes a small percentage of the cars. It just doesn't make any sense why people keep buying this stock. Like, I would not be surprised to see Tesla go to zero in 10 years. People are just nuts. It shows you the stock market's not even really about anything. It's just about hype and bullshit. And that is my He Shall Be Elon section. What you guys got to say over there. Yes, it's a very dramatic truck commercial. It's going to change your life. Life as we know it is over. It's basically like aliens have just landed. It's a meme stock. And actually, you're, you're exactly right. That's a, 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 exactly the words I was looking for. Just like a GameStop. It's a meme stock. It's absolute bullshit based on nothing. The truck looks sexy as fuck. I know, right? Even I'm excited for it. I ain't giving up my truck anytime soon. But maybe like in 10 years when I actually have the money. If I have the money, uh, I'm going to... Get me one of those, probably. He shall be peon. Awesome. Excuse me. Let's see what the Patreon people have to say. Ugh. Damn, I'm disgusting. I apologize for burping into the mic like that. I should be uh, castrated. Dodger got 10x of polygons. Yeah, they got a 4090 in real life. Rendering out that uh, Dodge Rev. I also have a 4090, by, by the way. <laughs> Be jealous, everybody. I got one. I got a 4090. And I know a lot of you don't know what the hell that is, but psh, some of you do, and you're jealous. Uh, a mass shooting almost happened here in Tallahassee. We're going to cover that. Dusty got you covered. Dusty reads all the news all day long like it's my job, and we're going to cover that in just a second. And uh, Let's go ahead and move along, folks. Some chud watch. What? Uh huh. We do. And today is the anniversary 
of the day they try to overthrow the government, install Donald Trump as a dictator. You know the insurrection. And apparently, uh, people have fought a civil suit against Donald Trump for the death of the Capitol Police officer. He was, like, beaten by Donald Trump's crowd, and then he went home and killed himself. Now, I'm sure there are probably a lot of other issues that he had to cause him to commit suicide, but also sure getting attacked by patriots on the job uh, didn't help, and he killed himself the next day, so they're probably related at least somewhat. I I don't know how successful this lawsuit's going to be. It seems like it's going to be hard to prove that Donald Trump was responsible for this guy committing suicide. I, I'm surprised like some of the other cops that are alive, though, they got beat uh, and uh, injured are not suing Donald Trump because he absolutely is responsible for that. So, surprise, there's not more lawsuits. Maybe we'll see some more coming in, in the near future. And uh, speaking of traitors to our country, Ashley Babbitt's mother out there, I guess, trying to protest the uh, justifiable shooting of her daughter. You know, the traitor who tried to intimidate and overturn the will of the people in democracy as we know it and got killed trying to break into the Capitol building. Well, she thinks that she was a hero. She's an American hero, and she was murdered. Uh, so she's out there blocking traffic in front of, I guess, uh, Congress or the House or some something shit, and uh, wants to be a martyr like her daughter. Not get shot and killed, uh, but wants to show her ass, so she ends up getting arrested. Let's have a look. Walk around. Walk on the side. She's like, fine, arrest me then. I'll be the martyr. And then she's going to bitch about it. She's going to arrest her. You're arresting Ashley Babbitt's mother. You're going to arrest her. Good. Mother of a traitor. Oh, my gosh. Sha na 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 to the sidewalk. to the sidewalk. to the So, cool. Hate to agree with the cops here, but pretty cool. And uh, let's not forget the greatest series of tweets in the history of the internet. From Jerkules himself, disappointed, Kevin Sorbo. January 6th, one year ago. It's happening, folks. It's all happening. It's all happening. We're rising up and overthrowing the government. We're doing it. MAGA rising. Then he tweeted, history, it's being made, folks. We are actually doing it. We're storming the fucking Capitol. We are going to stop the vote count. We are going to make sure Donald Trump is the president for life. We're doing it. Then suddenly he's like, uh, to those storming the Capitol, be careful. Do not act like Antifa. Respect the police. And no, they're mostly on our side. They're simply trying to do a good job. But they literally beat police with the flags. And then he's like, Antifa led the charge into the Capitol building dressed as Trump supporters. You were literally bragging about them doing it, cheering them on. And then when they did it, it was Antifers. It was all the Antifers just beyond parody. No integrity whatsoever. Good God, dude. 
Look at this horny fucking goat over here. You can't even see her, but she has rolled it all over the place. Get it together! Get it together! Go masturbate or something, cat. Go rub against something. And uh, Also, let us never forget one of the greatest clips of all time brought to us by uh, The Good Liars from January 6th. You can't write this shit, folks. I'm here on January 6th in the biggest gathering of losers in Washington, D.C. in a long, long time. Here's one now. Okay, I'm going to have you take one of me. Yes, sir. What would you say to Donald Trump if you were talking to him right now? I'd say you're the greatest president of our lifetime. And I'm 65, and I've seen a lot going on that is so false and fraudulent, it sickens me. And I will die standing in my boots as a patriot for this country. If this goes wrong, it's not gonna be good. There you have it. I'm here on No, that's not fake. Unbelievably, they're so emotional, folks. These are the people supporting Donald Trump. Even the mention of Donald Trump's name makes him want to break down and cry. Just bizarre. It's so bizarre. It, it, I know why it's hard to believe it's real. Because it is like a parody movie. Which makes me believe this has to be some kind of dark simulation we're living in. How could this be real life? I know. What a snowflake. And uh, speaking of the crazies from January 6th, stop the steel organizer. Scammy Davis Jr. Ali Alexander, delusions of grandeur. Like, I don't even know if he believes any of this shit. He probably doesn't. He's probably just trying to scam the idiots that follow him. Either way, he's trying to pretend like he's way more important than he is. And uh, he wearing a, a bulletproof vest because his life's in so much danger, y'all. Because he's such a badass. The deep state wants to kill him. Anyway, watch this loser. We were betrayed. We were set up and the crowd was agitated. Lives like mine have been ruined. They took away my life savings. I had to spend it all on legal fees. Good. I was sued by partisan attorneys representing pro bono police officers I've never met. Good. You literally organized a riot and tried to overthrow the government that led to violence against these people. You should be ruined. You should be in prison for the rest of your life. You know, we should treat you the exact same way that you guys always say traitors should be treated. Uh, but we don't. Instead, like I'm about to show you guys, most of you just got a slap on the wrist because of this bullshit country we live in. That are suing me under some arcane law to get to Trump. I testified for over three hours before a grand jury that was investigating my political associations and my political speech, something they're not legally allowed to do. I testified, and I didn't plead the fifth, not once, before the January 6th Select Committee for over eight hours, marking one of the longest testimonies recorded by that committee. And I told the truth, because I've done nothing wrong. Enough! January 6th is a day that will live in infamy. But it can be a day where we resolve that we affirm our elections, we affirm protesting, and we affirm accountability. Please, pray for the January 6th criminal defendants. Please, Pray for the January 6th, those of us who have been politically targeted. Please pray. Go ahead, pray for them. That does absolutely no good, so waste all your breath you want to in your time. Pray for the mortgages and the marriages and the children that have been affected by what happened that day with the protesters and the police. And you know what I say? 
Damn the politicians. Damn them. Damn them. And also, the candy man can. The candy man can. Shut the fuck up, Scammy David Shooter. Anyway, uh, more from Scammy later on in the show. But now, let's move on to this depressing bullshit. Apparently, regardless of the tough talk of all these judges, most of the cases involving these traitors to both the Constitution and our democracy have been giving light sentences, far less uh, than uh, the minimums they're supposed to be getting, and also far less than what the prosecutors have asked for. So imagine if it was Antifa. Imagine if it was Black Lives Matter that stormed the Capitol and did this. There would be no slaps on the wrist, but it's a bunch of mostly well-to-do white people. That's the only people that had the time to take off work and fly out to Washington to attend this march. Uh, so obviously in this country, they're treated with kid gloves and mostly given uh, slaps on the wrist. So goddamn it. Judges have gone below prosecutors' recommendations three quarters of the time and below federal sentencing guidelines a little less than 40% of the time. So... Doesn't matter what you do, even if you try to overthrow the government, nothing happens to you if you're a white conservative. You get away with it. God damn it. And then, I'm the Chud Watch. I don't know if you guys been hearing about this, but uh, the Republican House is melting the fuck down. Uh, so they want a small majority in the House, which gives them the right to pick a Speaker of the House. And they want to pick... Uh, Kevin McCarthy, but there is a few rogue agents in the Republican Party that don't want Kevin McCarthy, or, or they don't really care if it's Kevin McCarthy. They just want him to uh, basically cave to their demands, stuff like they want to be able to um, default on our national debt and stuff like that, and uh, he's so desperate for power, he's just going to let him do it and destroy the country. Cool. Why not? Uh, but in order to hold out to get whatever they want to, people like uh, Lauren Boebert and uh, Rapey McForehead Matt Gates have been holding out, and they've had, what, like 13 votes so far to try to get Kevin McCarthy in. He's lost every time. I don't know if he, he's supposed to get in tonight. Supposedly, he's uh, made deals with them, and he's going to finally get in there. Um, don't know if it's happened yet because I haven't been to read the news because I've been talking to you guys. Uh, but anyway, 1.2 million views on these Beyond Parody motherfuckers. They don't even know where they're at. They get lost in their own building. Too busy trying to look good for the cameras and walk around. And, uh, yeah, these two are 100% fucking just saying. Anyway, yeah, you're lost. What a metaphor for real life. You have no idea where the hell you are or where you're going. But just fake it till you make it like you always do, rapey. And uh, this picture is like a painting from the Renaissance. Look at it. AOC in the background laughing her ass off at the dysfunction of the GOP. Just hilarious. She's enjoying herself, and I know we all are too. Hasn't happened for like over 100 years, this kind of dysfunction, folks, but it's beautiful. When you elect con men, cretins, conspiracy theorists like this who are only about themselves... What do you expect? Obviously, they're not going to be team players. Obviously, they're going to do whatever they ever have to do to get the spotlight upon themselves. And uh, the right is eating themselves. If the left were doing this, we would never hear the end of it about how the left is eating itself. 
But the right does it. We don't hear that for some reason. It's weird. Uh, but even Sean Hannity pushing back on Lauren Boebert. Here's their testy exchange on Fox News. You said complimentary things about President Trump. Needs to tell Kevin McCarthy that, sir, you do not have the votes. It's time to withdraw. Let me turn the tables, Congresswoman. Kevin McCarthy has 202, three votes. Your side has 20. So if I'm going to use your words and your methodology and your math, uh, isn't it time for you to pack it in and your side to pack it in, considering he has over 200 and you have 20? Says the side who always rules from a minority. They have not won a popular election in like, what, 40 years? They get a much, much, much less percentage of the vote than Democrats do, yet somehow because of gerrymandering, they have more seats. Ruling us by minorities. Isn't it time for you guys to admit that you have less votes and just to pack it in? No? No? Are you a giant hypocrite, Sean Hannity? Hmm. Sean, I understand the frustration. I promise you. But, I'm not um, frustrated. He does you didn't not answer have the my votes. question. And we are hearing... We I'm are not, hearing I'm from many frustrated. people who are still voting with Kevin McCarthy who You're are not very answering supportive my of what we're doing and they're cheering us on. So there are more for us than are against us and they are waiting for Kevin to cave. Okay. Um, you know, the American people are certainly frustrated by... I'm frustrated ahead. by you not answering a direct question. You said to President Trump, you, you said earlier today that President okay. Trump needs to tell and Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, McCarthy not have you don't the have the we votes. Need to come up Hold with a Can I finish? Candidate to elect a Can I finish? The House. You don't have the votes and it's time to withdraw. He has 203. Your side has 20. Why is it time for him to withdraw and not you when he has so many more votes? Well, Sean, he needs 218, and he does not have 218. We've been trying Neither to work this you. out in private, as you said, for months. But Kevin McCarthy didn't even want to listen to us until his disappointing midterms. We all want a... Let them fight! I hope they kill each other. It's beautiful to watch, folks. And even Marjorie Trader Green going out of public and attacking her for former best buds, Lauren Boebert and Matt Gaze. Remember just a couple months ago. She was touring the country with Matt Gates on their America First tour. And now, the love affair is over. Been torn asunder. Let's have a look at her bitching about him. That's what I found out in there. I'm furious. Well, let me tell you something. While the conservatives that the base supports and believes in, let me, let me remind everyone, they're not perfect either. Scott Perry, before his general election, refused to vote uh, against the bill that was all about the gay marriage bill. He didn't, but he, he refused to vote against it. He voted for it. Then when it came back around after his election, he was able to vote against it. Conservatives would not like that. Let me remind every, everyone this. Matt Gates, who has compared Kevin McCarthy to Paul Ryan, my friend Matt Gates, he supported Paul Ryan almost more than anyone. It's still on his social media. As a matter of fact, his first vote in Congress was for Paul Ryan as speaker. And then he cheered him on. For so anyway, uh, she bitching about him. That's the only part you need to know about. Don't really matter what she says. She's boring. Let's move on. But that sets up the next one. Because they're turning on her folks. The people that used to have her back. The hardcore righties. Now some of them turning on Marjorie Trader Green like Laura Loomer. And they going for the juggler. Laura Loomer says... You stupid, washed-up, hog-hunting divorcee. Oh, snap. 
them fighting words. At uh, Representative Gosor has more integrity in his pinky uh, than you have in your entire steroid inflated body. Oh, snap. While you are busy cheating on your husband with everything that moves in D.C. Good Lord. Claws are out. Gosser has remained a principled American first rhino hunter. Super cool. Then she goes on to say. Breaking the seventh vote for Speaker of the House just ended and Kevin McCarthy lost. There was only one vote for President Trump for Speaker of the House from Matt Gates. Representative MTG is a fraud. Claims to be pro-Trump and didn't even vote for him for Speaker. MTG is a rhino grifter. I mean, she a grifter. Just like you, Laura Loomer. I love to see them fight. Rip each other to shreds. And we're back to Scammy Davis Jr., folks. And even Scammy Davis Jr. is threatening to release dirt on MTG if she don't get in line. Because the candy man can. I will not suffer this harlot. I will not be taught vows and loyalty, commitment from a whore. You have got me mistaken for some damn fool, and a fool, Ollie Alexander, has never been called. Uh, you have. In the coming have. days, okay. I'm going to reveal that Marjorie Taylor Greene, in my summation and the summation of lawyers, committed a crime. Good. Do it. What are you waiting on? That crime is going to be handed to the state of Georgia. Cool. And the state of Georgia will decide whether they adjudicate that crime or not. Make it happen, Captain. The House Ethics Committee and House Rules must expel Marjorie Taylor Greene when this evidence comes to light. You will not release it. Ho, go home. I am done with you. You are lukewarm. I am spitting you out of my mouth. <laughs> you played me and no more. Oh, snap. Everyone will know about your drunken nights because the consultants who have drunk with you will have to choose whether they fear me or whether they fear you. Nobody and they you. fear me, Marge. They do not. Nobody fears you. You're literally a joke. They fear me a lot more than they fear you. Look at you, dude. Delusions of grandeur. Thus name is Scabby Davis Jr. But once again, let them fight. Hope they kill each other and... Uh, yeah, the party of the minority rule, like I said before, they all mad. What have we become as a political party when 20 people can rule 200 others against their will? Yeah, what, what kind of uh, country have we become when you can lose popular elections for 40 years and still get multiple presidencies? How's it feel, fuckos? Not very good to be ruled by a minority and... All right, I guess I'm going to skip over that one. Let's skip ahead a few. Um... And, of course, Dave Rubin got to spin it, folks, to being a good thing. Somehow their incredible dysfunction and backbiting and attacking each other is amazing. Dave says, well, he reposts Dan Bargino, who says, this is not chaos. This is a republic. Yeah, it's a good thing that they're not in unison. It's a good thing they're all backbiting and fighting. And Dave said, exactly. If this was the Dems, the media would be saying what incredible diversity and strength it shows within the party. Yeah, it's super cool that we all hate each other and we can't get in line to vote on a speaker. It's great that we're not unified. Isn't it amazing? And uh, Nazi Barbie Tommy Lauren also got to spin it. 
somehow make this about the ownage of the left. Somehow this owns the left. Don't think about it. She says, the Democrats are probably so pissed off that this contentious speaker race is distracting from their beloved January 6th anniversary fear of porn. Are we so mad? They're all fighting each other. Aren't we just horrified and upset and saddened by them ripping each other to shreds? Aren't they owning us by being so ununified they can't agree? They sure are showing us. But as always, it has to be about owning the libs, even when it's obviously ridiculous, even when it's clear they're making fools of themselves, that this is not good for their party, regardless Think of all the lefties that must be upset by it. It's all they have. It's so lame. But please continue because uh, you're destroying your own party. And it's amazing to watch. And then. George Santos lied about his employment. He lied about his education, his racial and ethnic background, his religion, his marriage, the death of his mother. And he's now wanted by the Brazilian government on charges of fraud. So, of course, he was sworn in to the 118th U.S. Congress. Or I guess he will after they uh, make McCarthy the speaker. Because this is what Republicans vote for, folks. They do not give a shit who they put in office. As long as they get an R behind their name, that's all that matters. And it doesn't look like it's going well. Here's scenes from his first day in office. Yeah, looking at his phone, looks very uncomfortable. He even missed a vote because they called his name and he didn't respond. Somebody needs to make sure that his name is actually George Santos. And yep, looks bored as shit. There's even footage, folks. Apparently he's such a pariah now that nobody wants to talk to him or have anything to do with him. I would almost feel sorry for him if he wasn't such a lying, shameless con man. Even the child doesn't want to talk to him. The House establish a quorum here. Want to point out? Hello, darkness, my old friend. Opening day of the 118th Congress, and expected. And uh, on some good news, apparently the judge in the Alex Jones trial has lost his license for 30 days. You know uh, this genius who accidentally released the medical records of the people suing Alex Jones. They need to investigate how he got their medical records to begin with, but they just sent the medical records uh, for all these people out to people who definitely should not have them. So, yeah, the judge suspended for 30 days. He says he's going to appeal, but right now, of course, he's in Washington uh, defending the Proud Boys because, of course, he is. Of course, this is the guy Alex Jones picked. Horrible people picking horrible people. But, I mean, I'm glad that this is the only kind of lawyers he has access to because no other respectable lawyer will actually take his case. You'd love to see it. It didn't do very well. Lost a billion-dollar verdict. Seems bad. And also, beyond parody, motherfucker, Matt Walsh, a super alpha male, testosterone personified, wants all you women's to know Football ain't for you. You can't even understand the intricacies of this vastly complicated game with your little bird brain female mind. Let's consider football itself as a sport. Okay. Despite any rule changes or updates to the equipment, it is still a fundamentally violent sport. That's true. Uh 
And 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 that's what it always will be. Probably. Is that a bad thing? Yes. No, it's not. It's in fact, it is a good and healthy thing. It is not. It is hilarious. good that football is violent. It should stay violent. I mean, it is good to have violent sports. Okay? We should have violent sports. Okay. If anything, we should have more of them. Because a violent sport like football is, among other things, a relatively safe, relatively safe, and relatively productive outlet for male energy and aggression. Uh, you know what's better than that? Video games! Not actually cause people to have concussions that make them commit suicide so they can have their brains studied by scientists. And uh, I get my aggressions out pretty good. You know what else is really good for getting my aggressions out? Masturbation! Might want to try it, Matt. Okay, there's a reason why many of the media articles being written and freaking out about football are being written by women. Because football is not, no matter what the NFL is trying to do, football is not for women. There might be some women who, who get into it, but it's not really for women. It's not for you. You don't understand it. You're not meant to understand it. This is actually a man's thing. Man. This is why violent games have existed in every society going back to primitive times. They are a means of channeling and harnessing male aggression. That's right. No aggression in females whatsoever. You can't understand violence, female. The game's too complicated. What? There's four downs, but you're kicking on the four down. What's that all about? Sometimes the field goes worth one point. Sometimes it's worth three. What is that all about? Don't even make any sense. I better get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. Or make you a sandwich. I guess that would be way funnier. That is my Chud Watch. What's up, heroes? Soccer is this for much, much longer. It's true. I will say I think football is a more exciting game than soccer. Uh, soccer is so boring. God damn it. Let's kick a ball back down the field this way and then kick it back this way and kick it back this way. And Oh, it's 0-0 zero, zero at the end. Let's just kick penalty points. Why did you do that to begin with? Why don't you have to have a whole three-hour fucking game running back and forth when you're just going to kick the ball into the net back and forth? Don't make no sense. Just start with the free kicks and let's all go home. That's all I'm saying. Football is pretty gay. I will say that. I played a little football in uh, junior high, but I wasn't any good at it because I hated the quarterback. And so I would just like let him get sacked all the time because I couldn't stand his ass because he was a bully and he was mean to me. But uh, he died of throat cancer, so I got the last laugh on him. No, actually, he was a pretty good guy, and I'm sad about it. Anyway, moving right along, folks. It's time for Trash World. Trash man, the trash man is a dumpster fire in hell. Is a trash world, a trash world. Everything sucks all of the time. Trash world, a trash world. And we referenced this story earlier in the day. Man who threatened mass shooting against gay people at Florida State University was arrested by the FBI. And don't worry, folks, he was just kidding about committing mass murder. A Winter Parks man who admitted posting an image of a semi-automatic rifle with threats to kill gay people in a mass shooting at Florida State University was arrested by the FBI. Sean Michael Albert, 19, was arrested Tuesday on a federal charge of making an interstate com communication to threaten to injure another person, according to court records. 
The criminal complaint says that on December 16th, the FBI in Orlando got a tip about a threat made several days earlier on Discord. An instant message, we know what Discord is. Uh, the post consisted of a photo of an AR-15 or a similar weapon along with the caption that included a threat against gay people through a, uh, though a slur was used to refer to them. The post was written by someone using the moniker Bloodstained Sand 0088. That's a great moniker. Nothing scary about that. The message said, 600 West College Avenue, Tallahassee, Florida, 32306. At 1300, December 17th, 2022, 100, I guess fags, will die. See you there. <laughs> Hilarious joke. The FBI contacted FSU Police Department in the wake of the threat, uh, which was made after finals week and when resident halls were closed, according to a university official. Albert, who was being held in federal detention in Orlando, told the FBI that the post was a joke. Oh, my God. The, the right is getting better at comedy and the left is getting nervous. He was appointed a federal public defender and, complete, and found to be competent. The FBI traced the post to Albert, who attended uh, Full Sail University in Winter Park in his apartment outside Orlando. Agents learned that instead of traveling to Tallahassee, Albert flew to Washington, D.C. on December 16th and returned to Orlando on New Year's Day. He agreed to an interview with the FBI. During the interview, Albert was asked why he thought he was being interviewed. He eventually said uh, it's because he made a post online that may, may be perceived as a mass shooting threat. Yeah, how could anybody think I was threatening to mass shoot anybody because you literally threatened to mass shoot people. Albert was asked to explain his mindset when he posted the threat and whether he understood that posting that type of content is a violation of federal law. The complaint says Albert responded that he did not believe his post was illegal, stating the post was meant to be ironic, satirical, a joke. <laughs> but like I tell you all the time, folks, this is the 4chan, 8chan, toxic troll mentality they hide behind jokes and yeah some of them are just joking but this has happened repeatedly where people that post on 4chan and say stuff like this actually go out and commit mass murders we've had many of them happen so far and uh of course all right they hide about i'm just kidding i'm not racist it's all a joke uh, but uh, yes a lot of them are actually incredibly racist and incredibly violent and this is the kind of Shit that it leads to, so not funny. Enjoy prison, oh fuckos. Bottom of the barrel trash. And then, folks, this should be in Beyond Parody, but I put it in Trash World. Holy shit, how can this be real life? Good God. So first off, Joe Rogan made this clip. He had Brett Weinstein on. And he made this clip explaining how he is immune to bullshit. How he could just see through all the bullshit, folks. You can't fool him because he had a dad that was an asshole or something. I don't know, but uh, believe me, the follow-up is going to be gold to this. So pay attention. There will be a test. I could have been one of them. If I wasn't doing this fucking podcast, okay? If I was just a, a regular comedian and i that's what I did for a living and I didn't pay much attention to alternative media and podcasts that were discussing this and people like Peter, Peter McCullough or Robert Malone or all these people that were sounding the alarm, all if the I was man. one of those people that didn't have the access to these kind of conversations, I would not have a nuanced perspective. And if I had gotten vaccinated and other people didn't, I would be like, fuck those people. I would be just like people I know who I used to be friends with who now hate me and are angry at me and talk shit about me online. 
I forgive them because I would have been like them if I didn't have the access to the kind of conversations that I've had, if I didn't have the kind of mindset that I have, that, that my personality that is just immune to bullshit. When bullshit hits me, I am go, oh, I know what this is. I grew up without a dad, okay? I don't uh, trust people. I, I, I think there's a lot of bullshit in the world. You know, I've had people try to do things to me. I've been in dangerous situations. I know people can be sketchy. There's sketchy fucking people out there in the world. And the people that haven't experienced that and don't have that, that perspective, I can understand why they formed the conclusions that they did. That's right, folks. He's too smart. He is immune to bullshit. He can see through all the fake shit on the internet. He literally followed this little rant up by going on a long diatribe where he focuses on a fake tweet, which he gets fooled by, and ends up slandering this doctor who right-wingers put this fake tweet out about. She should sue his ass for this. She received death threats after he got on his show with tens of millions of people and lied about her. This is what he followed up that little rant with on the same show. Put this up. This woman tweeted, I will never regret the vaccine, even if it turns out I injected actual poison and have only days to live. My heart and is was in the right place. I got vaccinated out of love while anti-vaxxers did everything out of hate. If I have to die because of my love for the world, then so be it. But I will never regret or apologize for it. It's a fascinating perspective. And, uh, and it's true. also a fascinating perspective that this person claims to be about love, but has the most uncharitable view of people who didn't get vaccinated. Yeah, and you have the most uncharitable view of this woman by spreading lies about her, just assuming it's true. Captain immune to bullshit. You can just see through it all, can't you, Joe? They, that everyone got anti-vax out of hate. The idea that I didn't get vaccinated out of hate, I find so ridiculous. Right. Well, she didn't actually say that. You guys are just trying to find a way to make yourself victims, and you'll slink to any links you can possibly think of, including posting fake tweets in order to play the victim. But we don't think that, Joe. We don't think that you didn't get vaccinated because you hate. We think you didn't get vaccinated because you're a fucking moron who believes any stupid bullshit like this. Like this, Joe. Like, I don't hate anyone. I am a loving person. I do it on purpose. I go out of my way to be as charitable and as kind as possible. You're such a good person, Joe. You're immune to bullshit because you're a fucking genius and you're just a great guy. Way to brag on yourself. Huff your own farts more there, uh, Thumb. And when I don't, I feel very disappointed in myself. Well, feel disappointed, fucko, because you spread lies. Next thing you know, he's like, I was informed last night that this tweet is fake. The show was already out, so we initially decided to post a notice saying we got tricked. What happened? You were immune to bullshit. How'd you get tricked, Joe? impossible how did it happen then later thought it was best to delete it from the episode what you censored yourself huh i thought you never were gonna do that joe but obviously he did it because he's worried about getting sued folks you spread bullshit and i hope she sues your fucking ass off my sincere apologies to everyone especially the person who got hoaxed. yeah 
my sincerest apology to the doctor who I got death threats sent to them by lying about them to millions of people. Right after I gave a rant about how I'm immune to bullshit. Oopsies. And as uh, Nick Mark says, Joe Rogan attacks a critical care doctor over a tweet that was a hoax. Ultimately, he deleted the segment, but damage is done. She's been attacked and threatened by thousands of his most rabid anti-vax fans. Rogan needs to fact check before weaponizes 100 million fans, but he won't. Because he doesn't care. He'll just continuously claim that he's immune to bullshit and too smart to fall for it. But he continuously spreads fake news because this is what he is. What they're doing is this new thing where they're pretending like they were right all along about the vaccine. Now, we know they were. They, we know that Joe Rogan himself got people killed. I, I covered this on my whole meet the victim section where people were on their Facebook Posting Joe Rogan memes, posting Joe Rogan statements about how all you have to do is take ivermectin. You don't have to be vaccinated. And then on their deathbeds, we're begging, begging people to take the vaccine, wishing they could have, but died instead. We know he got people killed. He got his $100 million, his $200 million. He got his fuck you money. And then he turned around and got people killed, but he can't face up to that. His ego won't let him. Because to admit to himself, hey, I took hundreds of millions of dollars and I turned around and used my platform and got people killed by spreading misinformation is too much for his brain. So he can't take it. So they have to pretend like they were correct the whole time. We were right about the vaccine. People are just dropping dead all over the place with no evidence whatsoever. This is what they've stooped to, folks. Shameless. No integrity whatsoever. And a prime example of this is what happened to DeMar Hamlin. You guys might have heard about this story. This football player got tackled. Guy hit him in the chest really hard, and it caused some kind of defibrillation in his uh, heart, and he had a heart attack on the field right there. Zero to do with the vaccine. But, of course, the right-wing shitheads immediately took to the airwaves to blame vaccination for it. Doesn't matter if there's no evidence for it. Doesn't matter that it's not true. Who gives a shit? And there's a bunch of them doing it. I'll just give you one example. Charlie Kirk, shameless, says, This is a tragic and all too familiar sight right now. Athletes dropping suddenly. Yeah. Let's politicize this. The same people that continuously say, Why are you guys politicizing everything? Trying to scare people into believing they were correct all along by the vaccine when they literally got Hundreds of thousands, if not a million people that shouldn't have died dead because of the misinformation you guys spread. But you'll never own up to it. You'll keep doubling down on it because otherwise you'll have to admit to yourself the truth that you're evil fucking murderers, that you took payouts, you sold your soul, and people died for it. And then this report came out, and this is not shocking at all. This is something I actually talked about a lot when I was talking about the uh, trans women in sports issue. This study found that being wealthy makes you much more likely to get to play college sports. Students from families in the highest 20% of income have nearly a three times better chance of getting to play college sports than do students from families in the bottom 20% of income. Talk about an unfair advantage. People want to pretend like sports is just about Physical prowess. It's just about man on man or woman on woman, person against person. 
and the person who is the most skilled or physically gifted wins out in the end, but it's not like that at all. There are lots and lots of unfair advantages. And some of them you guys are freaking out about, and some of them are perfectly fucking fine, aren't they? Wonder why that is. And this also might explain why uh, transgender women are not more represented in the winter circles. Like there has never been an individual trans woman to win a gold medal in the Olympics. Uh, they, they like make up half a percentage of the population, but they don't make up half a percentage of the people that win competitions. As many competitions as there are all across the country, junior high, high school, college, pro, they don't make up nearly half a percentage of the winners of those contests. They are highly underrepresented and a lot of it's probably to do with uh, the fact that to be successful in sports you need a strong foundation family-wise and a strong financial background which a lot of trans people don't have because they're so ostracized by their family it makes them uh, much less likely to be able to fairly compete in sports let's not talk about that though right and then on the chud watch more of these uh MAGA America first douchebags. Remember the last show I talked about how Andrew Tate fan club had a Twitter uh, group chat with the Taliban. The Taliban trying to get Andrew Tate free because he is a representative of uh, their most highly held ideals. You know, being a piece of shit to women. Uh, Well, here they are. Once again, giving a shout out to the Taliban. For how horrible they treat women, and they want to import more of this into the West. America right now is so messed up. It's sick. Um, it's one big disease. And, you know, I see this. I see the Taliban banning women from university as a step in the right, di- in the, in the right direction um, to kind of setting the course back straight. Um, and, you know, hey. I've met some cool girls who are, you know, right wing and quote trad and stuff like that who are in college, um, but few and far between. And the vast majority simply go there to go into debt, to work their Excel spreadsheet job, and they're all being tricked by Jews, basically. So, yeah. <laughs> the Jews is the Jews. Big shout out to the Taliban who are fighting the Jews. And uh, I hate Jews. I hate the Jews. Not Jews. I love Jews. I just hate Jews. Um, it's too acidic for me. Orange juice, apple juice. Too much sugar, to be honest with you. And Speaking of trash world. Here's a dystopian ass picture right here. Here's German police protecting a bucket wheel excavator from climate activists. Yeah. Rich people using giant machinery to rape the earth while the jackbooted thugs protect them from the people who try to save the planet. Straight out of any dystopian nightmare movie you've ever seen. Disturbing. And then, speaking of which, here are the people who have some of the highest percentage of investment in current day Twitter. You know, Elon Musk Twitter, backed by Saudi Arabia. Here's the free speech warriors who own Twitter, folks. Saudi Arabia jails two Wikipedia staff in bid to control content. 
administrators of Wikipedia in Saudi Arabia jailed for 32 years for posting shit the uh, Saudi royal family didn't approve of. Chud's literally telling us every day Elon bought Twitter to save free speech. If you believe that Elon got together with Saudi Arabia to buy Twitter to save free speech, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, there's nothing I can say to you. You are too dumb to convince otherwise. And I'm sure you guys heard about this. Apparently, UFC President Dana White was out at a New Year's Eve celebration. Uh, and he grabbed his wife by the arm. I don't know if he's flirting with the girl. I don't know what's going on. But she turned around and slapped him. And uh, this highly trained, uh, steroided out meathead slapped her back in public live. Let's have a look. Yeah, uh-oh. Not good. Not good. And they're busting and fighting. So uh, first off, yeah, she hit him first, folks. That's true. He did grab her, and uh, she hit him first, which you shouldn't do. But also, like, if your woman hits you, or anybody hits you, that's much smaller than you and frailer than you. you. You just walk away and divorce her. You don't hit them back. Now, if you feel threatened in any way, like if a big woman started punching me in the face, I'd knock her the fuck out. If I felt threatened or they were harming me in any way, yeah, I would defend myself. But if it's just a little woman and I'm much bigger than her, I'd just walk the fuck away and divorce you. I'd never have anything to do with you again. And I definitely wouldn't slap you back in fucking public. Bad life decisions. And even he has been public saying, hey, if you slap a woman, there's no coming back from that. You're over. But, of course, it's not over him, folks. He's worth uh, $200 million. And the nut huggers have circled the wagons to defend him every step of the way. Case in point, uh, here's Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. Yes, ESPN has business contracts, very lucrative business contracts with the UFC. They're making hundreds of millions of dollars together. So, of course, they went on air to immediately defend him for this. On the, 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 the inordinate amount of times we've had to address subjects like this, we have to maintain consistency in pointing out you do not put your hands on a woman if you are a man. You do not do it. Dana White knows that. And, you know, all I can say is that, again, he has spoken out against men who put their hands on women before. Uh And whatever punishment you would exact under these circumstances to somebody else Uh is what he should apply to himself. Okay, but he won't. So when he doesn't do it, are you going to hold him accountable? Are you just going to hand wave it away, sweep it under the rug and never mention it again? We all know the answer to that question. But I, I love him. I could see him doing something. I love him. Just yes. because yes. he's the leader, you yes. know, and he's and he's the leader of men. So to, yes. to your point, not just what's enacted to a fighter, but maybe right. a little stiffer sure. because he's the head. I just want to say a couple of things. Uh, they talked about being um, drinking heavily. Yeah. When you're under the influence, not shining moments, often people don't make their best decisions. So in that sense, it's, it's a cautionary tale. Yep. And in terms of it being an isolated incident, I've known Dana since I'm 22. I have yes. the utmost respect for him. Yes. Um, and I don't judge people by their worst moment. I agree with you on that punishment part. And, and the other piece that I just want to say, as a woman, it, it was also 
his wife's hands on him. So no, no one should be putting their hands on anyone. Okay. Male, female, female, male. Um, well, like I said, you're absolutely right. I, I don't disagree. I have nothing to add other than I just think it's important that if you're going to sit on this platform, you, you, you owe it to your audience to be honest, yeah. to be honest and forthcoming. Dana White is not just somebody we, I know in sports, nor you. He's a friend. Yeah. I love him. And I just wish the best for him and his family. And, um, you know, he knows we you know, he knows how wrong he was to do this. Definitely. And he you know, he knows that we're on. He feels super bad about it, y'all. Yeah, he knew ahead of time because I reached out to him to let him know mm-hmm. I would be talking about this oh, yeah. this morning. He- you're really holding him super accountable. What, what a hard hitting uh, job you're doing there. He knows that he crossed a line that he has never crossed before. How the fuck do you know? Why are you lying? If he hit her in public like that, you know behind the scenes that shit's happened before. It's ridiculous. And that he swears he will never cross again. And he's incredibly ashamed of himself. Um, and and that's just where we are right now. So yeah. that, I'm not that's a part of say. the whole cancel culture, and I don't right. judge people by their worst moment. Yeah. And he has a beautiful family. Good God, if you still watch ESPN, fuck you. Fuck everything about this goddamn bullshit. And you can't write this shit, folks. This show writes itself. I shit you not. He has a show coming out on ESPN next week called Power Slap League. Dana White's Power Slap League is the name of the show coming out. It just writes it fucking self. And they postponed it a week, but it's still coming out. They're still airing Dana White's Power Slap League. What timing? Imagine... Getting caught on video, slapping your wife a week before your show, the Power Slap League comes out. Just mwah, mwah, mwah. three chef kiss delicious uh, to the bizarre programmer god of the sky programming this dark comedy we're all living in. And one more on the trash world, folks. Super cool. Making videos threatening to uh, kill. Or harm women if they dare uh, show support for trans people? She's a 10, but she has pronouns in her Instagram bio. She's a 10, but she has pronouns in her Instagram bio. I'd have to say, if she was standing here, I'd probably throw her in the ocean because she voted for Biden and she's for the streets. Yay! Let's throw her in the ocean and kill her because she voted for Biden. Uh Uh-oh, ladies. Look what you're missing out on. You'll never recover from this. Poor lefties. And that's my trash world. Apparently the patrons are getting lonely. So let's see what you patrons have to say over here. Oh, my patron. You guys doing all right? I'm doing great, Parker. How you doing? Dear SBN, what if the worst moment was to beat her to a pulp? They don't care. They're making the bucks. They are absolutely shameless. A boycott ESPN. Both sports teams and the military came to my school all the time. Never happened at a rich school. Uh, yeah, military always r- recruiting the poor people. The people who died believing rugged bullshit also thought they were immune to bullshit. Yep. Fucked around and found out. The House is another vote shortly. 1030 Central. Let's see if Kemp pulls it off. He says he's going to have the votes. I, I believe he'll pull it off eventually. Just a matter of time. Dusty, glad you're still doing it, but patron chat blows. We well, need to click on through to the uh, 
Vimeo site. If you click on through the Vimeo site, which is right here, there's a better chat over here that you could actually uh, get involved in. Now, people have a lot of problem with the Vimeo chat and the Vimeo in general because they're using the Vimeo app and the Vimeo app is absolute garbage. Delete it from your phone and instead use Chrome. And if you click on the link when your Vimeo uh, app is deleted, it will open. It should open up in Chrome and Chrome is way easier to use the chat and stuff and also works pretty good on the PC and all that. So that is my recommendation. Chat on Vimeo and not on uh, Patreon. But don't worry, folks. It's only three weeks before the show goes back. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Uh, I, I talked about this before, but I'm going to still do Patreon-only content twice a week. I'm going to start doing something called uh, After Show with Dusty Smith, where I, I pick a couple topics that I only do for you guys and do like a 30-minute after show after every single show. Uh, as a great way to build up my page. I mean, I really have to because it's only a matter of time before I get banned permanently on YouTube. So I have to uh, migrate as many people over to Patreon as I possibly can. And so doing Patreon content is uh, probably the best way to do that. I might also up it. I, I've had some people suggest to me that I up the minimum level that you can see my Patreon content to 2 or $3.00. Instead of just $1, because a lot of people are, you know, I don't want to say cheaping out, because, like, I don't, uh, it, it, it's your perfectly right if I give it for a dollar for you to pay a dollar for it. Uh, but some people say, hey, you should charge more to support yourself more. I may do that. I may up the uh, the tier to $2 or $3 for this content. We'll see what happens. I'll take you guys' feedback and uh, decide. And next up, folks, going to do a section I like to call. Ain't that a shame? This guy is so lame. That's my really bad Louis Anderson. Uh, is, it, is that his name? Louis Anderson? I see he's a is that, is that it? Is that, I don't know. Louis Armstrong. Not Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson was the guy who died, the chubby comedian who was on uh, Family Feud. Uh, Louis Armstrong. I was close. I was close. Bad impression. Anyway, uh, Tate. Let's do a little tank coverage. So, uh, just to give you an idea, folks, of what a giant piece of trash is. Remember how Joe Rogan, I'm going to show you the clip of Joe Rogan bragging and giddily uh, laughing how much his kids love Tank Reeves. Not Tank Reeves, Andrew Tank. Because he says such funny stuff. Well, this is the kind of stuff he was putting out there that the right is eating up. This is the kind of stuff that made him famous, folks. But females, let me get my wording correct here. Female. Are barely sentient. Even the good ones, in fact, especially the good ones, you're a good female. You grow up, you listen to your father. So you're about a teenager. Then once you're a teenager, you start watching the Disney Channel and Netflix. Then you listen to society. Start to break the rules, be a bit of a rebel. Now you listen to society. Then you meet a man. Now that's one of two men. He's either a strong-framed man or a weak-framed man. If he's a weak-framed man, you keep society's ideas. If he's a strong-framed man, you now adopt all the ideas of your man. Because any girl who's with a real G, they agree with his political stance, they agree with his music choice. As soon as they're with a man they love, they love what he loves, right? Then they have children. What do they do with the children? They sit around and talk gobbledygook. Do, 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 do. And then they die. 
And the point is, when I say barely sentient, is that the female's entire life process from head to toe, she never really thinks for herself. Yep. Top tier content. And he'll also say in the, on the other side of his mouth, I'm not misogynistic. I love women. But yeah, they think women should be uh, slaves to the men. I think women are so precious. It reminds me, literally reminds me of the old joke that rednecks love to tell around here. It's, I love black people. I think everybody should own a couple. That's one of the most racist jokes, but I've heard that joke told to me at least by 20 different people in my life. And that's the same kind of mentality they have. I love women. I'm not misogynistic. I think everybody should own a few. So, yep, this is why he is the darling of the right. They eat this shit up. It's all about hatred towards women, regardless of what they want to say. And uh, this clip's sort of hard to watch, so warning. One of his accusers has come out and spoke about her experiences. And this is not even one from Romania, one of the six women who accused him in Romania. Before he went to Romania, he got accused of rape in the UK. And the police did nothing about it. And here is one of the victims who was exploited by his lover boy scheme in the UK, talking about what she experienced and witnessed while she was in the UK. This is a clip from an upcoming Vice special airing on January 12th. Warning, the video contains graphic descriptions of sexual assaults. The following is an excerpt from an interview with Sally, not her real name. Sally was approached by Andrew when she was 20. Due to fears of harassment from his fan base, she's withholding her real name. First night that I worked for him, Andrew bought me like five bottles of wine. So I got completely drunk because I'd never done webcam work. So I was very, very nervous. Then that night, we were just sitting on the bed and Andrew punched me in my arm. I went to the bathroom and cried. It really, really hurt to have someone just hit me in the arm for no reason. I was very confused. <sighs> Sorry. <sighs> Sorry, I don't want to cry. It's okay. Um, so then when I came out of the bathroom, he was super, super nice. Like. From what I remember, Andrew didn't have any alcohol at all. It was literally just me. That night we cuddled and we ended up having sex and I was really, really drunk. That was my first night. Then it was kind of like every single night I would work. But as soon as he handed me my money, I soon forgot about him hitting me and everything else. And it was just like, wow, I've got all this money now. Like He would just pay me a flat fee of 15 pounds an hour, which back then was Fantastic. I was making five pounds an hour at my nine to five job. But when you look at the money that I was actually bringing in, it just doesn't even scratch the surface. Were there any other instances where there was physical abuse? Yeah, so when we moved into the bigger apartment, that's when more girls started coming into the, into the apartment to work for Andrew. And that's when I just witnessed so much, like verbal, physical, not just to me, but the other women involved, and it just got worse over time. Andrew would call us lazy hoes. I saw him smack girls with a belt because she wanted a lion. He used to, um, he used to strangle us as well. (laughs) 
there was another time when he came into the bedroom, me and the other girl, we would sleep in the same bed with Andrew. But at this time, the girl had a partner, so she was not interested in Andrew at all. And I had gone to the shower, I came back, and I noticed he was... Like, I saw him raping her. And, um... When he threatened to beat me up in the bathroom and he said, oh, well, I don't give a fuck if you call the police, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. That's kind of when I knew, you know, I had to get out of there. But I stopped working for Andrew about March, April time and I went to the police shortly after that. Nothing was done, really. They didn't take me in for questioning, they didn't interview me. The other girl that he had raped, she went to the police. And then that's when they arrested him and took him into custody for, like, two days. When um, Andrew was arrested, we were taken in for a proper interview and it kind of just got left. I would send emails asking them to update. I'd hear nothing back. When we reached out to Hertfordshire Police about this, they had this to say. We acknowledge that there were some delays to the investigation. This was addressed at the time and apologies were made. The case was only closed in late 2019 after a case file had been sent to the Crown Prosecution Service and they took the decision not to prosecute. All those involved in the investigation were further updated at the time. The Crown Prosecution Service said in this case we carefully reviewed all the evidence provided by the police regarding each complainant and concluded it did not meet our legal test and there was no realistic prospect of a conviction. We sent a letter to each complainant explaining our decision not to charge. When he went into Big Brother, that's when they started to take things seriously. He's on TV, um, we need to get him out. They told me, oh, the producers don't want to release him because he's proving to be entertaining. He was removed because of this ongoing police case. And it kind of just got left at like 2016. So there's more to that, but I played you guys this My clip 12 year old before. It bears repeating. All this stuff is known. All this stuff has been known, is known. And yet you have the largest podcast in the world, Giddily, cheering on his children for worshiping Andrew Tate. My 12-year-old and my 14-year-old asked me about Andrew Tate. And what'd my you say? What'd asked you say? Me, I said, he's a legit world champion kickboxer. I go, I like him a lot. Why do you like him? And I was asking him. And they said, he says a lot of funny stuff on, on Twitter and TikTok. It's the TikTok thing, because the TikTok algorithm. He did something where he started something where you like join his group yes. and then you're supposed to like post stuff. It's brilliant. That's how he gets followers. And, and, but also up. gives you a page. He blew up. Yes. It's he blew smart. Up because he's, of, he's a brilliant man. Smart. Yeah. My, my yeah, he's a brilliant man. I like him a lot. I tell my kids all the time about how great he is. It's just, God damn it. We got the largest podcast in the world promoting rapists and human traffickers. And they won't own up to it. No way he's going to own up to it. He's going to keep doubling down and defending him and pretending he was right the whole fucking time and rewarded for it. But at least some hilariousness has come of this. Remember when he was bragging to Greta Thunberg about all his fucking cars that he has? Well, apparently many of them have been seized by the Romanian police. They first seized 11 and now they seized another four of his cars today. So, uh, Amazing. Apparently, they've also seized uh, some of his properties. And if he's convicted, they're going to sell them and pay the victims and also court costs. 
Andrew Tate arrest. Romanian authorities seized four more luxury cars. Romanian authorities have seized four more luxury cars as part of an investigation into the controversial online influencer and misogynist Andrew Tate before a court appearance next week. Uh, the 36-year-old former professional kickboxer who has been banned from a number of social media, blah, 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 on, uh, let's see, at least seven of the seized cars are registered to the Tate Brothers. More than 10 properties or land owned by companies registered to them have also been seized which would be used to pay for the investigation and pay damages to victims if they are convicted. Uh, Ramona Bola, a spokesperson for Romania Dictorate for Investigation Organized Crime and Terrorism, said so. Cool, we'll see. We'll see if he's actually held accountable for any of this. It seems like he's already like admitted to most of the shit he's done, so uh seems like he should be, but we'll see what happens. And... Um, it's not stopping the worst among us from defending him with whataboutism, folks. Like Tim Pool, this is this kind of stuff that YouTube is promoting. This is the kind of stuff YouTube is protecting. Where Tim Pool could go on his podcast and say, yeah, oh, okay, but what about Epstein? What about Epstein? That's what they're all saying, folks. What about Epstein? Hey, you can't possibly investigate two crimes at the same time. You have to spend all your time on the one crime before you can investigate another crime. Isn't that how the justice system works? Watch this bullshit. People are allowed to be offensive. But, you know, he talks about having women do cam work for him because they love him, having having women who don't love him doing cam work and then demanding money. I'll just say this. Man, if these allegations are true, they better throw the book at him right after they finish that Maxwell case and we figure out who she was trafficking to. Yo. You know, he's at the bottom of the list. You know, yeah. Ghislaine Maxwell. We've been sitting here for a few months waiting for that Epstein client list. And so priorities, guys, you know, don't don't jump the gun on this one. I know Andrew Tate, big fish to fry, but we're still working on the Maxwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're still working on Prince Andrew, <laughs> Bill Gates, Kevin Spacey, uh, Bill Clinton. There, there, there's still a lot of other people that, that we got to we'll get to Andrew Tate. Yeah. Yeah. Epstein was one of <laughs> people I'd be offended. Yeah, why they investigated him? Oh my God! Hey, they didn't solve this murder from ten years ago. Why are they charging this guy who murdered his wife? Doesn't make any sense. You can't do that. Just playing stupid on purpose in order to defend him and provide cover. Why YouTube protects and rewards them for it? Uh, let's skip over a few of these. Um, I'm about sick of taint anyway. Yeah, let's skip that one. Oh, let's go ahead in the Andrew Tank coverage with something funny at least. Rebecca Black, remember Rebecca Black from Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Humiliated publicly when she was 13 years old for putting out this silly song. Claps back. Puts out this clip of Andrew Tate. Remember this clip? Replied, no. I'm the type of guy, B bitches on the side, yeah. I'ma spend the money, we can spend a little time, all you gotta do is ask me, yeah. and I can make you look classy, Trust me. second that you walk past me, I've got the whip around, I had to get you in my backseat, they call me Mr. Plenty, Plenty. Yeah. check the leather on the Bentley, nice. check your friends will get friendly, maybe I can be your sugar daddy, sugar daddy, yeah, cause I'm all about the money, money, God. So pathetic, trying so hard, desperate to be cool. This is the links he goes to. But uh, Rebecca Black claps back with, hey, I was 13. This man is 36. I know, right? Imagine all the shit she took for just being a kid and doing something silly. Yet he is still worshipped by right-wing chuds, even though he puts out just 
as cringy as it can possibly get. New levels of cringe this guy reaches. But like I said, it's no wonder that conservatives love him. They're just the saddest, most pathetic humans on the fucking planet. What can you say? Embarrassing in every way humanly possible. And I actually like Rebecca Black. Not only is she uh, really attractive now, she has a really good attitude about the whole situation and seemed to overcome all the uh, bullying. And also, uh, Friday is kind of a banger, in my opinion. Underrated song. And that is... My Taint That a Shame coverage. Let's see what you guys got to say. He's the new Jake LaMotta. Never heard of him. Exactly, but this 36-year-old is at critical levels of cringe. Agreed. Lethal levels. I never thought something could make me beg for Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide! Speaking of thumbs, let's see what the patron people have to say. What you got to say? Sex patron. Are the Romanian police investigating Bill Clinton for something? Pfft, I know, right? Don't worry. Donald Trump, who's the president, is somehow going to pardon him in Romania, according to the Chuds, because the logic has no bearing on their mindset. And move right along, folks! Let's do some Beyond Parody. Beyond Parody! <laughs> First off, oh, Beyond Parody... Here is the self-help guru, and oh boy, don't we all want to take self-help advice from this gentleman? Doesn't he look so happy? Doesn't his life look like it's going swell? Teach me, daddy. How can I be happy like you? Yeah, no one is forcing you to do this. Apparently, he's got a bunch of uh, shitty new suits created for him by this suit company that he's decided to uh, model, and good God, folks. I can't parody this. Like, even if I were making this up, it wouldn't be as funny as the real fucking thing. Not only is this guy such a pathetic ass kisser for Elon Musk, he is obsessed with Twitter to completely unhealthy levels. He literally got a tie of Elon Musk made and a suit of Twitter made. I wish I was making this up. Watch this. I should tell you about my suit first. Maybe you care about that. Maybe you don't. The first thing you need to know is these are tiny Elon Musk heads. And uh, this is a Twitter suit. In the lining here, there's a bunch of comments from Twitter about another suit this company made for me. This company is LGFG. And they came to me a couple of months ago and asked me if I wanted them to make me some suits. One for each of the rules from 12 Rules for Life. And uh, they sent a little deck of creative ideas. And they were very creative. And so I thought, well, sure, why not? And so they've been working extremely hard and extremely creatively to make me these crazy suits. And so it's been kind of fun to wear them. I actually, turns out I like this. I didn't think I would necessarily, this kind of powder blue with beige, but it seems to be real nice. So Super cool, your Elon tie and your Twitter suit. Oh my fucking God, this dude. And uh, even more from this guy, he's leaning in. To his televangelist persona, folks. Not even trying to hide anymore. It's God. God is that which calls you to make the appropriate sacrifices and calls you on it when you don't. And try to escape that and see what happens. We know perfectly well, perfectly well, that that's a pathway to hell. And you might say, I don't believe in hell. And I would say, that means you don't know anything. 
Well, apparently I don't know anything because I do not believe in hell. But uh, I know he'll just twist it to use all this biblical imagery to pretend like he's talking about real life things. Like hell is simply not doing what you're supposed to do and how the world treats you when you're not on the right path. That's all he'll say. But he's talking out of both sides of his mouth on purpose in order to attract the religious people with this uh, iconography. But at the same time, trying to pretend like he's secular. I see through you, fucko, buckaro, benzo. You're transparent as shit. And uh, then, speaking of beyond parody, apparently he has something against sidewalks? Here's this war against sidewalks. Uh, Jordan Peterson says, The idea that neighborhoods should be walkable is lovely. The idea that idiot, tyrannical bureaucrats can decide by fiat where you're allowed to drive is perhaps the worst imaginable perversion of that idea. And make no mistake, it's part of a well-documented plan. That's right. It's some kind of evil conspiracy that there are sidewalks and places that you're not allowed to drive, folks. Who cares about pedestrians being able to freely walk? I want to drive on the sidewalk, goddammit. I have a God-given right to run you over. Otherwise, it's some kind of Machiavellian evil. Just what in the fuck? And then, apparently he's about to be stripped of his psychology license. I don't know if you know this, but like uh, in Canada and other places, uh, they have like a, what do you call them? Groups of psychologists. Organizations. Psychological organizations. And when you get your license, you are a representative of that organization. And so there are rules and standards of conduct you have to follow or else the organization kicks you out because you're not representing them well. And uh, a few of his posts on Twitter got their attention and they want him to basically cut the shit out. Like this one where he seemingly encourages suicide to someone who simply tried to speak out against uh, a possibility that we may be overpopulated the planet. This guy says, I disagree. Based on the record of human behavior, we are already overpopulating this small world. And any arguments I have heard for supporting such a large human population completely overlook the huge loss of species and ecosystems resulting from our self-absorbed attention. So regardless if you agree with this guy or not, he's very calmly just trying to explain his points and have a good faith conversation and debate about it. To which Peterson responds, you're free to leave at any point. That's right. You're free to kill yourself if you want to, say psychologist uh, Jordan Peterson. So uh, they're like, hey, you're not representing us very well. And also uh, this one where he claims there is no white supremacy in Canada. He says, Nazis, white supremacists, these simply do not exist in Canada. There's no culture of such a things in Canada, political or otherwise. What fucking bullshit. These motherfucking Nazi sons of bitch fascist motherfuckers are every goddamn where. So they know likey him providing cover for white supremacists. And they're like, hey, can you please not do this? And he's like, fuck y'all. So they're like, we're going to pull your license, yo, which I kind of wish they wouldn't do because all it does is give him further ammunition to play the victim and fundraise off of it, which is exactly what he'll do. But eh. It's their organization. They can do whatever the fuck they want. And speaking of a trash world, I know this is a beyond parody, but um, Charlie Kirk going to claim the same people 
who bombed Baghdad in the Iraq war are the same people supporting transgender issues. Really? With a straight face. If you knew who you were in the scope of things, if you spent like 20 minutes staring up at night on a cloudless night and looking at the stars, I mean, you know, I'm not sure you would achieve enlightenment, but you would achieve perspective. And you would recognize your place in the cosmos, which is infinitesimally small and totally forgettable in the scope of things. Like, you're nothing. And that's just true. I mean, we don't want it to be true, but it is true. And so knowing that, you probably wouldn't imagine, you probably wouldn't convince yourself you could restore permanent peace to the world by putting a fake democracy in Iraq, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that you couldn't, you know, affecting regime change in Russia would fix everything. You would know there are limits to your predictive power as a person, and maybe you should scale back your ambitions a little bit, consistent with your abilities, which is pretty limited, actually. <laughs> the same people that wanted to bomb Baghdad now want to blitzkrieg a female's body to change their nature from female <laughs> right. to male. It's the same thing. It's we are going the same people. So George Bush and the Republican Party are the ones now who are supporting transgender issues. What the fuck are you even talking about? It's just bizarro world. They'll literally say anything. It doesn't have to make sense. As long as the left is owned, that's all that fucking matters. Never questioned, never held accountable for the stupidity. Just fucking bizarre, dude. And if you guys heard about the students for yay? Yeah, this is what the young white kids are up to now. Now, as I said before, it's all about toxic troll culture. They don't actually care about Kanye. All they care about is be behaving like the worst pieces of garbage they can. <gasps> See, we're supporting Kanye. Isn't it hilarious? They're just like, they're not 12, but they have the mentality of even dumber 12-year-olds than you could possibly imagine. So anyway, uh, they're threatening to take over Turning Point USA with this ideology, and I am here for it. I hope you guys do. It'll be hilarious watching you all fight amongst each other. Let's let them explain it to us. For the students signing up for, um, for students for Yay, um, what what besides like like the events and the rallies and stuff like that, do you guys want them to kind of take away from this whole experience? Because this really is like a once in a lifetime experience, you know. So so so, what can students kind of look forward to um, learning, like different skills, um, different rhetoric, um, political experience, etc. Yeah, that's a good question. I like that question. Well, you know, one of the things we're really trying to emphasize here is networking. So we want all of these sort of pro-yay, you know, college Republican chapters, TPUSA chapters to get in touch and work together. One of the things that we're really going to work on with Students for Yay is taking over these TPUSA chapters. We want to see like universities fall. Like I envision having like a map of every major university, every every major TPUSA chapter and being like, okay, this chapter's pro-yay, this one's not. And if it's not pro-yay, we'll send our guys down there and we'll do whatever it takes to put leaders in, put pro-yay people in. Do it, please. Please. I thought that the Republican Party was dying fast enough already. Holy shit. Speed run. The death of it. I love you. Please keep it up. And last up on Beyond Parody, former UFC fighter and Hawaii gubernatorial candidate, BJ Penn, deciding he's going to run for mayor of Hawaii County. Why? Because he thinks a telescope 
they're trying to erect on a mountain there is actually a Chinese space laser weapon. Maybe, folks, maybe don't get punched in the head for a living. Even more of a reason for you to run again. You got it. You got it. Right? You, you know what? You know what? I'll, you know what? I'm going to put I'm going to put my name for mayor. Do it. Oh, hey, it's good. If I ever if I ever get in, I'm going to my 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 announcement feature. You guys are the dumbest mother efforts ever to let me in here. <laughs> it's hilarious because he's even admitting it. If I get elected, I'm literally going to tell everybody, God damn it. You were stupid for electing me. And uh, he'd be right. <laughs> no, but it. <laughs> no, but you, they know you're that I know. They know. You're, yeah, you know, they, they know that I know just from fighting. I mean, everybody can go. So they're trying to build this 30 meter telescope up on the mountain. And and it could, all kinds of stuff could happen where it, up on Mauna Kea, it's got the largest reservoir under. I mean, gas leak, anything could happen. It all goes down eventually. It's all going to hit the water source. And it's like a tumor on the brain. The Mauna Kea is the biggest mountain in the world from under, from under sea level. Wow. And they're trying to put this thing up. And China owns the thing. It's you ask me. It's I think it's a weapon. I don't know it's a laser. Is it to shoot something? I don't know. But I'm like everything. If you want to take a real good look at space? Put the fucking thing on the fucking on the on the what what is up there? The the space station. Put it up there. I bet you can see even better. Bet you can see better than over here. You know they 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 want jurisdiction. They want jurisdiction of the mountain. Yeah. That's right, folks. We don't want to just examine the sky and try to advance our scientific knowledge it's a conspiracy chinese space laser this is why we can't have nice things folks this is the kind of people republicans are trying to put in fucking office depressing and that is my beyond parody what you guys gotta say let's check the patron refresh there was almost a fight in the U.S. Capitol. Gates holding out. It's just getting crazy now. Awesome. I'll be covering that on Monday's show. 2,000 years of I'm going to help uh, and burning fraternity's agony is the epitome of a covert narcissism. Definitely mental terrorism. That's what they're all about uh, for sure. And who loves overtime? Fucking everybody loves overtime. It's the Dusty Smith Show. And move right along into the second hour of the Dusty Smith Show with some heroes. First off, on the heroes list, you know who's really growing on me? Fucking Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg, man, he going on Fox News, and normally I don't recommend you go on Fox News, but when you got fire in your veins like Pete Buttigieg does, uh, I'm here for it. I hope he runs for president now. I really do, folks. I think he's doing a good job. So basically, uh, the new conservative outrage surrounding Pete Buttigieg is that he went on a trip with his husband. And so they're like, see, he getting uh, free vacations with this gay husband. Trying to call him out for that. And so Fox News tries to do a gotcha with this. And he gets owned so fucking bad. Watch him. He's got to like immediately change the subject and cut to a different topic. And not respond to Pete Buttigieg's ownage of him. In order to save himself from looking even dumber than he already fucking does. Let's have a look. 
Uh, you also brought your husband, uh, Chaston, on a military aircraft to attend a sporting event in Netherlands. Um, have, was that <laughs> That's what it's been to put on. No, no, no. But I mean, was that reimbursed? Because that was one of the controversies of course with not. the price. I led a presidential delegation to support American wounded warriors the and Invictus injured games. service members, the Invictus Games, as has been tradition for many years. I led the American delegation. It was one of the great honors of my time in this job. And the diplomatic protocol on a presidential delegation is that the principal is often accompanied by their spouse. It was a great trip. It was incredible. It was also a few weeks into the Ukraine war. So we had a chance at the U.S. Embassy to engage with the Ukrainian competitors, also wounded service members. Some of them went from the games back to the battlefield to fight for their country. I also took the opportunity to sit with the Prime Minister of the Netherlands to look at port infrastructure, Dutch port infrastructure. But here's what I want you to understand. Before me, uh, it was the Secretary of the Army under President Trump who took that trip with his wife. Before that, it was Mrs. Trump as First Lady who went to the Invictus Games. Uh, before that, Mrs. Obama did the same thing. Sure. And I guess the question on my mind is, if no one's raising questions about why Secretary Esper and his wife led that delegation, no, and as well they should have, then why is it any different when it's me and my husband? Understood. So the last... <laughs> Understood. Let me change the subject immediately. I just got fucking crushed on national television. Yeah, you a bigot. Got called out for it. Last up on the heroes, Joe Biden made the heroes the list. And apparently he about to stick it to the rich corporations uh, with taxes. So good. Finally, Joe says it's 2023. That means the largest, most profitable corporations will have to start paying a 15% minimum tax. The days of the wealthiest companies not paying taxes are over. And uh, fuck yeah, Joe. More of this. I can't believe what a good job Joe Biden's doing. Like, I was so critical. Like, I knew he was going to be better in every possible way than Donald Trump was. But I was like, it didn't hold out much hope he was going to be as good as he's been. And been pretty good, I got to say. So keep it up, Joe. You might just get reelected. And that's my very short hero section. Let's move right along, folks, to some what the fuck. What the fuck? And first off, on what the fuck, you guys heard about what they're doing in Louisiana now? Apparently, you have to show ID online before you can view porn now in Louisiana. Taking away your freedoms. Holy God, a way to elect the worst people, Louisiana. Look what you've done to yourself. Look what they've taken from you. Yes, Scotty, well, in the age we live in, to pornographic sites has literally never been easier. It has some concern about the mental health of our kids and what they're exposed to. The porn industry has been around for quite a while, and in today's digital age, business is booming. When Lori Schlegel isn't seeing her patients who struggle with sex addiction, she's at the Capitol. The Republican state representative from Metairie passed House Bill 142 earlier this year, which requires age verification for any website that contains 33.3% or more of pornographic material. Pornography is destroying our children and they're getting unlimited access to it on the internet. And so if the pornography companies aren't going to be responsible, I thought we need to hold them accountable. According to Schlegel, websites would verify someone's age in collaboration with LA Wallet. So if you plan to use these sites in the future, you may want to go ahead and download it. I would 
say so. I mean, I think it's a must have for anyone who uh, has a Louisiana state ID or driver's license. Sarah Kelly is the project manager with Invoke, a software development firm here in Baton Rouge, and says there are other ways websites could ask you to verify your age if you are unable to access LA Wallet. She also added, although some personal information will be required, companies must not retain personal data after verification has been completed. Uh -huh. it, does, it doesn't identify your date of birth. It doesn't identify who you are, where uh -huh. you live, what part of the state you're in, or any information from your device uh -huh. or from your actual ID. Um, it just returns that age to say that, yes, this person is old enough allowed to go in. It'll be the website's responsibility to ensure age verification is required when accessing their site here. So basically, most porn sites are going to have to block Louisiana IP addresses. Basically, is what's going to happen, which is what they want. They want to limit what you can see. They're not going to take the chance of being sued. They're about to say right here, hey, if you accidentally don't do this, people are going to sue you. And uh, they're not going to put themselves in that kind of legal jeopardy. So it's a de facto ban on porn in Louisiana is what's happening here. In Louisiana, Representative Schlegel says there will be consequences for those who fail to follow the law. Uh -huh. Someone can sue mm -hmm. um, on behalf of their child. They can they can sue if, if children are getting access to pornography. So it would be up to the user to, to sue the company for um, not verifying age first. So all that's going to happen is children are just going to get VPNs. VPNs, uh, masks, where you're logging in from they can show you logging in from dallas i have a vpn and you can click on any country any state and it'll show you as logging in from that state so kids will be able to get around this easily but the dipshit boomers are going to have all their porn sites blocked basically because these websites a few of them like maybe Pornhub, will actually go through the process of verification but most sites are not going to bother with it they're just going to ban all ips from louisiana so congratulations, you freedom lovers. <laughs> way to elect people that are going to fuck you. And not in a good way. You goddamn morons. And uh, I looked this up, up, folks, and I guess this is true. Apparently, in Indiana, they just passed a law that says you can murder cops. Super cool. The state now allows people to use deadly force to keep public servants from illegally entering their homes or cars. You're on notice. Maybe you should put this worldwide. I don't know. Just saying. Just saying. And uh, then uh, this motherfucker just ruined his life for no goddamn reason. Clearly drunk. This piece of shit. And also uh, obviously being somewhat racist. Decided to go start some shit with some hotel employees. He picked up a lamp to attack them with. In which case the lady took from him and beat his brains in. Let's have a look. There's what no the fuck? Who? No Bro, please. Find it. Bro, you need to leave. Fuck you. Where did he come from? Good. No, shut up. Where did he come from? That's what I fucking thought. This is your fucking hood. I'm in the hood now. You're in charge now. I'm in the hood. Dude, what do you want? Like, I'm going to get, like... Oh my gosh, dude. Please don't. Don't fucking touch her, bro. Don't fucking touch her. Don't fucking touch her. Don't touch her. I swear go. to God. Here we go. Bro, this will be this will be it. Go. This will be it. You just pushed her. You just assaulted her. Here we and go. it's on camera. Put it up. Put it up. Don't. Okay. Put it up. Get this. I know where you I know where you're from. I know where you're from. What's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up?
what did we learn? What did we learn? Let's fix your maze. And he assaulted her too. You go to prison and you got your ass whooped by some women. Enjoy prison, dipshit. What a fucking loser. And, uh, all right, I'm going to save this in for the next show. Let's go ahead and skip ahead, folks. Um, let's finish it out like we always do with some slow news week. Slow news week with Dustin Smith. Yeah! Hell yeah. And first off, on tonight's Slow News Week with Dusty Smith. Hey, is she down? I down. And I know you're thinking, you're like, Dusty, no, no, this is offensive. This is very offensive. And at first I was like, this is offensive. This is very offensive. But then I was thinking about it. You know what? This is not actually offensive, folks. This really isn't. So first off, okay, she does have Down syndrome. She does, right? That's the thing. That's not saying the R word. That's not a slur. That's just uh, the medical term for it. She has Down syndrome. And also, this person's not making fun of her. Literally saying, hey, I don't care if you have Down syndrome. I still find you attractive enough to want to have sex with you. So that's actually a compliment if you think about it. So not offensive. Compliment, in my opinion. What do you guys say? Am I in trouble? Please don't cancel me. And then, on the slow news with Dusty Smith, did you guys hear about uh, James Charles, apparently? Out there, thirsty as fuck. And here's where I have a problem with. Apparently, uh, James Charles is messaging some dude trying to get in his pants and shit. And uh, apparently, you got to be six foot two plus to ride this ride. Even James Charles is short shaming. A short kings can't get no love from no James Charles. I'm just disappointed, to be honest with you. I'm just disappointed. Uh, and then, did you guys see this one? This goat is fucking badass. Don't know his own size and don't give a fuck. This goat going up against rhinoceroses. Rhinos. They go kill you, but they don't. He winning somehow. This one goat beating like 30 rhinoceros. What a hero. Holy God, why aren't you just stab him and impel him and throw him in the air like you do other animals? I don't know. But brave, 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 brave goat. He is the goat. And uh, then this video went super viral. When an old black man catches his daughter twerking, his reaction is pretty fucking funny. Let's have a <laughs> Let's watch that again, folks. He sees her and he's like, the fuck you doing? Really? Really? Let's to pull him away. You're about to go medieval, but I love it. He just goes back to dancing, too. He's like, fine. I go back to getting my groove on. I want to say something, but no. I still go cut a jig. I'm going to cut it. And then, folks, I think I uh, speak for everybody when I say, fuck Brad Pitt. This is Brad Pitt at 60. The hell are you doing to us, Brad Pitt? Could you please dial this shit back a little bit? All right. Now, Brad Pitt always been super fucking handsome, way better looking than me. But I was always like, hey, he at least like 12 years older than me. 
at some point, he's going to become an older man than me, and I'm going to at least narrow that gap between us a little bit. But no, this motherfucker out there drinking the baby's blood, you know he's drinking the baby's blood. He fucking got a straw, just stabbing it into the little font and final or whatever the fuck you call that sauce by a little baby like a, it's a fucking Capri Sun and just sucking all the baby juice out you know he is look at him it's ridiculous Brad Pitt somebody needs to stand up to this bullshit for it's too late and then big kudos to whoever made this video folks I can't imagine how long this video took but uh somebody Made a, the video is good too, but splicing this together must have took forever, and they did a great job of it. This is one of my favorite songs, "Blinding Lights" by The Weeknd, as sung by Donald Trump. tell i'm into it play that in my fucking truck all the goddamn time and uh last up oh 
on Slow News with Dusty Smith. I want to show you guys the future of sex toys. Apparently, they had a huge uh, electro, huge, my boss just dropped, huge electronics uh, expo where they're showing the future of sex toys. And uh, pretty cool. Let's take a look. So, uh, if you guys' biggest fantasy is fucking amputees, boy, are you in luck. Lots of amputee fucking going on here in the near future. Who needs legs and arms? All you need is the vagina and the boobies. This one's wiggling around. Not disturbing at all. Nothing disturbing about this, folks. Who doesn't want to fuck a, a wiggling amputee? And uh, You don't even need that much. You just need the vagina. And uh, it's so lifelike. Missing all its limbs, can put your thumb right inside of it, and oh, you can just have the booty go with the hair all over it. You just like legs? Who needs it? Oh, fat, fat chick torso. It looks like a serial killer's basement, but don't think about it, folks, because it's sexy and hot. And I want to have sex with all of these things. Let's give me a look at it. Yeah, so lifelike. And uh, what else we got? Yeah, oh, that one's got hair on it. That's your thing. Needs more legs, but like honestly, folks, I am not that impressed. They can't even come close to what I have already created. Remember that time I invented a blowjob machine? Take the blowjob machine, boom, here's the blowjob machine. See, okay, so then we're gonna just hook the blowjob machine on right there. So, boom, blowjob machine hooked above your crotchal area. Xbox controller. Controls the blowjob machine. All right, it slides up in here like this. And then it's a Velcro. So you just tighten it down with the Velcro. Then you insert your penis into this machine. You push the B on the Xbox controller a little faster. Yeah, it gets you going a little more. And then you're like, oh, that feels good more. And you push the X and the X really got you going, right? And then you're like, I want to finish. I'm ready to finish. So you push this, and boom! That one really gets you going. It's sucking the shit out of your dick now. Woo, doggy! You go, blowjob machine! And then you squirt everywhere, and then you're like, no, I'm done. I'm done. Turn off. There you go. Turn off. So that's the future of blowjobs, folks. Xbox controller, blowjob machine. That's right. I've already perfected it, folks. They can't do any better than me. I say, all right, so technically, I didn't invent this machine. This is just a handy that I modified with a certain mouth implement. But I did uh, invent the bed mount for it. Hands-free, foldable, collapsible bed mount. That was all my design. I did it. So, and yes, I know I have uh, Fred Flintstone uh, feet. I have really tiny feet. I don't have a small penis, though. My penis is slightly above average. Not giant, just slightly above average. Just in case you're wondering, but my hands are, like, super tiny, and my feet are super tiny. Um, I know this is not politically correct, uh, but my sister, she's to tell me I have midget digits. And now I know you're not supposed to say midget digits, but they're talking about me, so I guess it's okay. And I do, I do kind of have midget digits, so sorry about that. But anyway, the point is, blowjob machine gonna revolutionize the future and you got your boy destiny to thank for it you're welcome everybody and uh all right folks hell yeah that's my show another amazing episode of the world's greatest show jesus christ baja i know right i know you didn't get to tell me i already fucking know off the rails it's always off the rails with the dusty smith show
great. I was actually holding my Xbox controller. It works. I don't ever use it anymore, though. I like I only used it for like twice, and then I put it away and never use it again. It's too much work. You have to clean the motherfucker. Like, you have to set it all up. Like, literally, I could just get somebody to give me a blowjob. Like, it's real easy. So it's like, why, why do I even need this machine? I just bought it and put it together because I like uh, inventing stuff and coming up with shit no one else ever all about. So I don't know. Yeah, good thing it is on YouTube. I would be banned for sure. Um, going off the rails like a crazy train, but you know it's fun. That's what you guys love about it. All right, let me check the uh, chats over here. McCarthy has lost a 14th time. Oh, well. Damn, it's a shame. Gets another L. You're going to get it eventually, though, surely, right? Do they not know porn is almost all social media sites? Also, would a VPN make this irrelevant? Yes. If you know about a VPN, if you understand how that works, it would definitely make that irrelevant. There was almost a fight in the U.S. Capitol building. Oh, well, like I said, I will be covering that on the next show, which will be Monday, Monday, Monday. Hey, it's only a couple days away. Fuck yeah, be here before you know it. I will see you guys soon. Thank you for joining me. As always, you fucking heroes are the only reason I get to do this show. Thank you for supporting me on Patreon. Uh, you guys are goddamn amazing, and I love each and every one of you, especially you. You know who you are. What's up? Till next time, as always, logic. Fuck yes. Good night, everybody. Let's play a song. Let's play uh, of my four fucking songs that I play over and over again. Let's play, I don't know. Let's play chill. Why not? I'm in a chill kind of mood. It's nice and chill. I know we've heard it a million times, but what the fuck. All right. Tell your friends about the show, folks. See you soon. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>